my wonderful friends, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita and I'm your host today. Thank you for tuning in. It's our privilege to be with you today and particularly in these times uh, when uncertainty uncertainty in this world, uh, you know, it's a big thing because uh, people are uh, uh, doing tough. And I would like you to be part of this program today uh, because we want to really pray together. We want to share together. We want to support each other. We want to understand uh, what's prayer all about. And to do that, you need to send us a text message to the number 048880811. Again, the number where you can send a text message with a prayer request or maybe a thought, a question on 048880811. For the whole week, we are approaching uh, this um, uh, theme, Rediscovering Prayer. And we already started with few questions. We asked just a couple of days ago, does prayer work? Why bother praying? Can prayer be hindered? Just the other day, what did Jesus teach about prayer? Today we are going to talk a little bit more about uh, prayer, and we ask this question in particular. What practical advice do you have for new prayers? But just before we get into our uh, program today, I would like to look a little bit uh, into the World Watch, you know, segment, and um, hear some of the stories and some what's going on in Ukraine and in the surroundings, because everywhere on the news, uh, this is uh, the the headlines, you know, and it's break news uh, on on all channels. And it's my privilege uh, today to welcome with us all the way from Romania. Good to have you with us, Dan. Dan Robinson. Yes, you need to speak up a little bit more probably uh, to the device there because it's a little bit soft, you know. um, And um, Dan, it's very good to have you with us because I know that you just came back from the border with Ukraine. I think it was just uh, last night. Yes, yes, yes. In the evening, I uh, came back to home. All right. Now, then, uh, as I said, um, you just need to speak up a little bit um, more. And please tell me, uh, what is your role? I mean, you are a pastor in Romania, and uh, you are involved with uh, ADRA Agency, which is um, a global agency, a seven-day Adventist uh, agency, which helps particularly in this um, sort of uh, yeah, in this context. Yeah. Uh, thank you again for, for the invitation. It's a privilege to be with you. Uh, I'm thank God to to talk to you, to with you in this um, uh, this occasion. So um, my role, I'm a pastor. I'm trying to, to help people or to get uh, closer to to God, uh, other, you know. Uh, now we are trying to help uh, Ukrainian refugees. So um, we do our best 
uh, as you see in uh, my picture uh, ground, uh, um, we have a stand there, we have uh, a few tables there, we have food there uh, to give them the first help we can. So uh, um, we are trying to do to do our best. There are a lot of people who are um, are leaving their country to get another uh, sure place uh, to live. They mm. don't know where to go, uh, what they uh, uh, will will do do again, uh, where uh, they they get a home, you know, to 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 sleep or or uh, things like this. Mm. Then uh, let me ask you this because uh, you came firsthand with all those stories and you could read even in looking in the eyes of these people um, coming crossing the border leaving behind them uh, many of them their husbands to fight there and some of them even children and f- close family living behind and i believe it's quite um, chaotic there uh, you know sometime uh, but um, You know, it's wonderful that you guys from Romania and from Hungary and uh, Poland and other countries there, you could assist them. And I I believe this is wonderful uh, when people come together. And as I uh, said a bit earlier, our topic for today is prayer. And we love to pray today on our program. And I'm inviting our listeners also to, to join us and pray. But tell me, what have you seen there? And... Share with us a bit uh, uh, firsthand. The situation is uh, dramatic. Uh, so um, uh, we saw moms with their children who are crying and saying uh, to us, "We don't know, but maybe we are not meet again our husbands." The childrens uh, were crying also. Uh, they don't know what uh, what they they do or um, uh, there are um, uh, people uh, who are coming with their cars but others by walking so uh, they are waiting a lot of time and um, in a way they they need to pay a lot of money mm-hmm. to to come to Romania and to pass the border so uh, this is uh, uh, not a help for them because uh, some of them have uh, only the backpack uh, with them and and the clothes on on them and that's uh, that's all so they don't have uh, credit cards or 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 uh, passports even even uh, uh, they are they are thirsty they are hungry um, most of them are waiting more than 24 hours at the border so uh, they are in ukraine nobody is waiting them or offer them uh, food or water or 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 uh, things like this mm. so we are in this uh, in this place uh, very close to the the customs to give uh, them for free sim cards uh, in order to call uh, their relatives their friends uh, even um, their their uh, husbands because just uh, moms are coming with with their kids mm-hmm. so to to connect them to the internet um, we offer them uh, food uh, sleeping bags uh, blankets useful things for for hygiene so um, uh, even we reassure them and trying to uh, to get them to the to the airport to the uh, to the railway station uh, in Satumari close to the border mm-hmm. we have 
some apartments to give them accommodation, but, but most of them are, are just transiting Romania. They have some friends in uh, Germany, in, uh, in uh, uh, Hungary, so uh, they need few hours or a few days, two, three days to have accommodation, and most of them are, are, are um, uh, going um, going to the to the western Further. countries. Yes. Then uh, I um, I know that you are involved with the Adra agency, which is an Adventist development uh, and relief agency. Now this is worldwide, and people, if they um, hearing us even here in Australia, they can uh, help through Adra. There is um, already set up an account there or international for Ukraine and uh, probably you can access that uh, account and um, uh, provide people with uh, their needs. Now I heard about that people are putting their cars, you know, uh, at, uh, at hand uh, to to drive people from one side of the country to the other side if they need and um, many people are opening their doors and receive them in their homes and uh, our uh, even um, the church, Seventh-day Adventist Church in Romania having some uh, retreats there, They I, I heard about that they are opening their doors also for to receive people. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We just opened our our uh, families and our church is uh, uh, to invite them uh, for. Yeah, we're losing you a little bit our, then. Yeah. Our homes and put their sleeping. Be sure that they are in in a, in a good place and they can uh, can live uh, there for a few hours or few days. Uh, you know, we are we are trying to do to do our best. Um, uh, everything they need, we we just trying to help them and to assure them that uh, God is uh, providing to us uh, everything, and we are praying for for them. Um, a few of them know English uh, to to talk. Um, easier but we have translators to uh, to talk with them and to to ask for their needs uh, and uh, so on yeah and probably so, uh, the adventist church uh, uh, yeah go ahead sorry it's a little bit of delay there that's why when i'm interrupting if you, you if you see the the picture mm-hmm. There are um, there are just uh, a few stands like uh, you see in um, in picture so we are the adventist there are the Orthodox and uh, uh, two other organizations for few few stands for my exactly. We are um, going to to. Yeah, I'm lo- I'm losing you, Dan. I'm sorry that. Uh, what I understand is that uh, the Seventh Day Adventist Church uh, and Adra it's on the front line there, uh, helping these people with whatever they need. Um, uh, then uh, Robinson uh, was uh, so good to have you with us. No, sure. Yes, well, uh, we just lost connection with Dan. was um, really good to have uh, uh, Dan from uh, Romania, uh, just on the border w- with the Ukraine, helping those people there. And uh, as you heard him uh, praying with them, um, giving them what they need uh, in the first place, because when you cross into a, a foreign country, not knowing when the language or not knowing people there, it's very important to uh, give them something that they may 
they uh, have a bit of comfort. Now, I would like to welcome also our uh, co-host today, and uh, this is uh, Helen Gray. Helen, it's uh, good to have you with us. Now, you become a little bit more, uh, how to say, uh, fill-in also uh, um, co-host, because uh, when we need, some people are getting sick also here, when we need you, you put your hand up, and it's so good to have you with us, Helen. Thank you, Nick. I really appreciate that. Now, Helen, as I said, I would like to pray a little bit more today. And uh, I have um, uh, Dan back again with us. If Dan, if you hear us, probably just a short uh, prayer if you want to lead us in a prayer and pray as you see the need of the people there. I was just saying before when I lost you a bit that these people maybe never prayed in their lives or maybe never experience, uh, you know, somebody to pray for them. Please just uh, pray with us and and for those people. Heavenly Father, we are in front of you. We are really thirsty of your water and of your word. Heavenly Father, we thank a lot because you are in our lives because you are protecting us now we praying for our friends our brothers who are in ukraine mm. or who are suffering or the people who are trying to do the satan war uh, we are praying also for people of Russia, bless them and help them to realize what they are doing in Ukraine. Mm. Help us to understand what is going in this world and help us to, to go closer to you, to study your word and to understand that this world is coming is going soon to the end we are preparing to heavenly we need prayer we need you we need brothers and uh, uh, help us to to understand uh, to work with you and to help these people who who are thirsty who are hungry with food with accommodation or what we, we we can we can do for them Amen. bless this team uh, today and help us to to touch the people's hearts and to understand what is your will in our life in jesus name we pray bless ukraine and bless our future bless our present and uh, help us to to go forward with you and and help us to to get you in our hearts and our minds and to go to the heavenly place with you in jesus name we pray to be with us Amen. 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 Thank you so much, uh, Dan. Dan uh, Robertson, uh, live from Romania on the border with Ukraine. You heard a few things um, at uh, first hand, uh, what's happening there. And I know uh, this is uh, unfortunately because of the connection was not so easy. Maybe you you missed a little bit a few words there. But then uh, stay with us if you can. Uh, we are going to take a short break here, play a song and um, we'll We'll continue our uh, program and if it's something very important you could put your hand up there and uh, share with us but right now I would like to uh, play a song when God 
seems so near. Please stay with us. This is Fate FM a Drive Time BQ&A. Of his holy presence When I'm so still I can hear each whispered word When I pause to pray I enter his cathedral I cannot feel his presence When the clouds of doubt obscure the master's smile But when I'm still enough to hear his gentle been there all the while When I pause in the hush of His holy presence When I'm so still I can hear each whisper is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Welcome back to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and uh, our co-host today is Helen Gray. Helen uh, is ministering to the beautiful uh, region of uh, Birdwood in uh, South Australia and Helen is very good to have uh, you with us. It was wonderful to have also um, Dan with us from yes. Romania. Fantastic. And uh, Helen, uh, we are going to go into the um, uh, topic uh, which we have for today, but still encouraging our listeners 
to send us a text message with a yes. prayer request, with a, um, a thought in regard to what we have um, already discussed on this mm. World Watch uh, uh, about the issue, the situation in uh, Ukraine. Uh, and, uh, dear listener, um, please uh, send us a text message to zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one. On the same number, we are going to give you. Um, uh, a wonderful book, a free offer. If you haven't heard about Roger Morneau, this is the wonderful book which you need to have it. You need to have it in your hands. It's called The Incredible Power of Prayer. Uh, Roger uh, was um, a salesman and an author, has dedicated his life to prayer ministry, a man of incredible faith. When he prayed, things happened. Roger witnessed hundreds of miracles in his lifetime. Some saved him from an early death. But most were, uh, most of those prayer requests was uh, in response to your prayers, to some of uh, uh, those people who need prayer. Every year, Roger Morneau received thousands of calls and letters uh, requesting intercessory prayer. As he shares God's answers, he shows readers how they too can take hold of the incredible power of prayer. This book is yours today if you send us a text message with the code SA34. SA stands for South Australia, number 34. And this book is yours. It's a wonderful book. Have you read it? uh? Yes, I've read a couple of his books and Mm. very uplifting and inspiring. Absolutely. And he's just like you and I. He was an ordinary man, Mm -hmm. but he built up this faith with God. He had something like 3,000 on his intercessory prayer list in the end, and he saw some amazing answers. That's wonderful. Let me ask you this question, Helen. Why pray? That is a very good question. And I thought about it too, and I thought all week we're talking about, you know, um, about prayer. We're talking about the different aspects of it all. But I've been listening through the week, and I've been waiting for this answer. Why do we pray? Why why should we even pray? Why should we contemplate praying? And I thought about it because I thought, you know, prayer can be very hard for people that aren't used to it. Mm-hmm. And I know they they say there's no atheists in the foxholes and, you know, the prayer just comes out, help us. And, and yes, that is a form of prayer. And prayer can actually be intimidating. I remember the first time I attended a prayer meeting in the Seventh-day Adventist Church and they were all kneeling in a circle and everybody was praying and I felt like it was creeping death come upon me. I'd never prayed out, life, out loud in my life. Mm. And I was terrified. It was so intimidating. Fortunately, the lady next to me picked up on my vibes and when it got to her, she said, I'll pass. So <laughs> I quietly said, I'll pass too. But, you know, prayer is necessary. But I believe for fundamental growth, encouragement and confidence in our faith. Prayer is one of the most powerful tools that we are blessed with as believers. And because of Jesus Christ, we are now empowered by the Holy Spirit and given the ability to pray to our Father. And plus, we have Jesus Christ as our mediator, as Timothy tells us. He is the only mediator we need, Nick, and the best one we could ever ask for. There is a um, peace when we when we have that relationship with Jesus. Mm, mm. All right, and and the, the next question, Helen, is um, 
considering the the talk we had about the issues in Ukraine and in the surroundings, but not only because we are going to talk a little bit maybe also the situation here in Australia with the big floods, yes. which never seen some floods yes. like that. Uh, but the next question sounds like this. What should we pray for? Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting thing. I think when we start to pray, it becomes virtually like a shopping list. Um, God isn't a um, salesperson per se, and he's not a Santa Claus, but he will grant our needs, perhaps not all our desires, but our needs. And I believe that and there's one um, easy step or technique is what to pray for, is using the prayer circle technique. And by that I mean you pray outward in circles. You begin with your own soul and you confess your sins. Then you pray for your closest loved ones and then for your family, friends and co-workers. And then as you go further out, you're praying for your small group and your church, then for those in need, then for your city, nation, leaders, and then lastly for the world, especially the unreached in the world. But there's also a little prayer that I I got used to saying. You know, if I couldn't pray really in depth, I call it the five-finger thank census prayer. Mm. And often I would sit uh, out in the veranda and I would look around and, you know, I'd use my thumb and my four fingers and the thumb I'd think, okay, five things in my life that I can see. And I would look around and I would be thankful for those things. And then I'd look, okay, now four colors that I could see mm. and three things I could hear. And sometimes you really have to listen to hear above the traffic, but it's amazing what we miss. And then two things you can feel and one thing that you could actually taste. There's another example, which is called the joy prayer. Pray for J for Jesus. You pray thanks for Jesus first. Mm-hmm. The O stands for others and the Y is then for yourself. And that will bring you joy. The other one is there's an ABC of prayer, which I've used many a time, where you ask, you believe, and you claim his promises. For example, um, before we come on air, we ask that the Lord will bless us and our words and the meditation of our heart will be acceptable to him. And then we believe that he's doing just that. Mm. And we say, thank you for fulfilling your promise, even though we haven't seen how it's been worked out. That's, that's the ABC prayer. And we can actually pray for anything. At any time. But let me just stress again, he may not answer your prayers for your wants. You may badly want a Mercedes Benz in the garage. Mm. I'd love a Mercedes Benz. Thank you. Sports car, you know, the soft top. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how many times I used to look at my Volkswagen and put it in the garage, it didn't change. <laughs> but the whole thing is he knows our needs and he says our bread and water will be sure. And he won't say, see us go hungry. So, um, And we can pray, as, as um, you mentioned, Nick, for the people in Ukraine. I was very pleased to hear Dan pray for the Russian people as mm, well. Mm. We tend to forget. We need to also pray for President Putin, mm. you know, that he will realize what's happening and what he's doing to others. And um, dare I say that he will repent of it and give his heart to God. You know, it's so much sadness that doesn't need to be. Yeah, but yeah don't be afraid to, to pray for anything. Yeah, you're right, Ellen. And I like when you put those um, things, you know, in a, like in a formula, you know, to mm. remember things. Uh, mm. um, and, and it's wonderful to pray thinking of joy, for you know, example. Well, we're talking about people who perhaps have never prayed before. Yes. And, um, yes. you know, no one actually said to me, this is how you pray. But I guess I learned a lot from observing other people as well. Yeah. Bear in mind that I wasn't brought up a Seventh-day Adventist, mm-hmm. but I was brought up loving Jesus. 
And I remember that he was my stay. I had a very sad childhood. And, and I used to visualize that he was sitting on a chair and my head was in his lap. And I just talked to him. And really, that's what prayer is all about. Talking to God as your best friend. Now, also, uh, Helen, where and when to pray? Okay. Last week we were we were advertising. A, was it last week or the week before, Nick? The week before, probably. Advertising a beautiful book called Steps to Christ. And I was reading through it again the other day, and there's there's uh, on page ninety nine, uh, the author says there is no time or place in which is it, it is inappropriate to offer up a petition to God. There is nothing that can prevent us from lifting up our hearts in the spirit of earnest prayer. In the crowds of the street, in the midst of a business engagement, we may send up a petition to God and plead for divine counsel, as did Nehemiah when he made his request before King Artaxerxes. A closet of communion may be found wherever we are. We should have the door of the heart open continually and our invitation going up that Jesus may come and abide as a heavenly guest in the soul. Mm. And, and I thought about that and I thought sometimes we need to actually make an appointment with God in a quiet place for prayer. I have had um, people say, oh, well, I talk to him all day. I don't need to make a special time. But I'm reminded of Daniel. Daniel in the Bible, mm-hmm. I'm sure he had a conversation with God continually, but he had his specific times, you know, where he'd go and he'd open the window and he would pray to God. Yes. And I think therein lies, lies a lesson for us. Nick, have you ever seen the movie The War Room? Yes, I did. Oh, it's incredible, isn't it? Yes. Do you remember that there was a prayer closet? Correct. And the dear lady, she took the other lady in and showed her the prayer closet. You know, and, and the answers that she had to prayer. By the way, I was listening to a um, uh, an interview with, um, is it Kevin Hendricks, the one that, that um, did those films? And he was saying all the answers in that prayer room were actual answers. They weren't made up. Wow. They were answers to prayer. And, you know, that's also biblical. If we were to look at Matthew 6, have you got your Bible there? or Well, well uh, pro- probably just uh, if I'll you have mine. yours okay. more handy. I've got mine here, Matthew 6. And, and it starts off in verse 5, 5 and 6. It says, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assured, I say you, they have their reward. But... When you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many, many words. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things that you have need before you even ask him. And um, I was reminded that the King James Version actually calls it a closet like they did in the war room. But the spirit of this verse is to find a quiet place where you can shut yourself away while you pray. It is good to have a specific time like Daniel did, uh, but you can pray anytime, anywhere. Now, I was just smiling while I was while I was reading that because, you know, it says avoid vain rep- repetitions. Mm. And I think I've mentioned this one before, but the lady that went to prayer meeting and she continually prayed, God, take the cobwebs out of my life. And she did it 
every time through prayer meeting. God, take the cobwebs out of my life. Please take the cobwebs away. And one time the elder just got rather sick of this and he said, oh, Lord, please just kill the spider. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was quite appropriate, actually. But, you know, sometimes we have young children at home. It's very hard to find time to pray. Maybe we need to get out of bed a little earlier Mm. and commit to pray. Or maybe ask um, your husband, mum or friend to sit with the children later in the day. I'm also reminded of a famous um, hymn writer. His wife, uh, Susanna, she had, they had something like nine or 11 kids, mm. nowhere in the room of privacy. And she would kneel in her kitchen, put her apron over her head, and the children knew mum was in her prayer closet. Wonderful. And that, wonderful. that was a great example for me. You know, when I think of it, Nick, we schedule sitters for other necessary appointments. Why not for prayer? We need to make an appointment and keep it. We need to create the habit of prayer. And maybe we need to remember it this way. Make an appointment, same time every day in a quiet room. Mm. I'm also reminded of another quote from that beautiful book, Steps to Christ, if I may. And um, she says here, Consecrate yourself to God in the morning. Make this your very first work. Let your prayer be, take me, O Lord, as holy thine. I lay all my plans at thy feet. Use me today in thy service. Abide with me and let all my work be wrought in thee. It is a daily matter. Each morning, consecrate yourself to God for that day. Surrender all your plans to him to be carried out or given up as his providence shall indicate. And thus, day by day, you may be giving your life into the hands of God, and thus your life will be molded more and more after the life of Christ. That's wonderful. Beautiful, beautiful counsel. Helen, uh, I'm going to take another short break here, um, and I'd like to play a song. Now, I repeat this song uh, this uh-huh. week because I loved it. It's a song called Someone is Praying for You. Beautiful. And, you know, we may go through some uh, things in life when it's even hard to pray, which shouldn't be because uh, that's the only thing which we should cling on, you know, when we go into mm tough times but we want to assure those people who may go through difficult times and they may not pray or or feel like to pray think of this someone is praying for you please stay with us and we'll be back shortly Oh 
But it seems that you've prayed Till your strength is all gone And your tears fall like raindrops All the day long He cares and He knows just how much You can bear He'll speak your name You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and our host today is Helen Gray uh, talking about prayer today, uh, rediscovering prayer. And we ask um, uh, this question, Helen, uh, what practical advice um, do you have for uh, new prayers? Um, now, we, we just before the break, we uh, ask, for example, why pray? Um, what should we pray for and uh, where and when to pray that that's very important to know all those things and i'll ask also helen uh, how to pray i think this is an important one as well i've got seven points to share with the listener tonight and with you nick um and one of them is something i haven't practiced a lot but i'm starting to now and that is do your best to pray out loud mm. i often have people say to me oh when i pray and i close my eyes i either fall asleep or you know i just struggle and my thoughts seem to wander and um i think yeah there's many incidences in scripture where uh, someone has cried out to the lord especially during times of stress and so my counsel would be use your voice when you pray cry to the lord and there's something about praying out loud that i've discovered nick it awakens my spirit and 
I believe whether we pray in our head or out loud, it reaches the ears of God. And, you know, examples of this are recorded in Scripture, including the Psalms. In Psalm fifty fifteen, it says, call upon me. Mm-hmm. Psalm thirty four seventeen says, the righteous cry. And Psalm 56, 9 says, when I cry unto thee. The next one I would suggest is practice what I would call fervent or enthusiastic, eager, passionate prayers. You know, God is our best friend. Now, it's terrible if we come to him and we just say, oh, Lord, thank you, you know, da, 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 and we've got a very monotone sort of mm, a voice. Mm. How would you feel, Nick, if I came to you each day and I said, hi, Nick, how are you going? You know, are you going well? Oh, Nick, you know, it sounds so bland. Mm. You know, but if I walk in and say, hi, how are you going, friend? How do you feel then? You know, it's enthusiastic and, and the words are a lot more um, well, passionate, really, you know, that I hear, I'm glad I'm here, I'm glad you're here sort of thing. Which you, you mean that having that conversation with God, not yes. just a, um, a monologue or no. not just a written down uh, a prayer thing, which can do at times, yes, you know, yes. but uh, you encouraging us to be very uh, real. Yeah, very open, very, open. very impulsive, if you like. I, hmm. I've seen myself chatting like Matt the Lord all the way in, I get in the home and then I throw myself on the bed, I'm chatting and chatting and then it's like I get a tap on the shoulder that says just slow down a minute and I'm there apologising to God and saying I haven't let you have a word in yet Mm. sorry about that Mm. because I get rather enthusiastic Mm. but you know James 5.16 it's where we find the words the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or a woman avails much you know we cultivate a rich growing prayer life we need to pray fervently or passionately and intensely and effectively and it does actually you know when you're actually doing a garden you have to dig deep don't you in order to yeah. the harvest well i believe that's the same thing with prayer we need to dig dig into the depths of our soul you know we can hide nothing from him sometimes we sow in tears you know and and he understands our tears and and we become burdened for family for friends community but speak to the lord from the depths of your heart the good the bad and the ugly he can handle it all mm. we can call to him very quickly i would suggest taking try keeping a, a prayer journal and i've recommended that to some people and and it's actually made a big big difference you know, simply write out your prayers or you're writing a letter to God. You know, Helen, I'm very bad with uh, keeping journals in myself, but uh, I learn uh, how important it is to to do some of to jot down some yes. of those experiences which yes. you have with God and I remember um, we were actually together um, for some training in uh, Melbourne yes, and we were encouraged were. to uh, to keep a journal. Yes. And um well, oh, that's going back a few years. <laughs> yeah, and when to pray, you know, when uh, when you pray to um, to be specific on certain things, you Absolutely. know, to be very intentional and to be very receptive of the voice of the Lord also, not just saying your things and then no. uh, in the busyness of life you just go. <laughs> yeah, actually, you, you have mentioned something there that I'm going to bring in in just a moment and that sometimes we need to pause and listen. But, you know, I was reminded of a pastor's wife who actually for her 50th birthday she wrote 50 unique prayers deep near prayer needs down one at the top of each page in a journal and as she went through her 50th year Nick every time she saw a glimpse of God moving in any of those needs she'd go to the corresponding page Mm. and make a note of it and now she can look into that prayer journal anytime and see God's hand and her prayers at work which is very very encouraging I have to add okay let's move on quickly another point talk to God as you would a friend because he is a friend you Mm -hmm. can't burden him 
you know, he loves to hear about our joys, but he also hears about our sorrows. And you cannot burden him. Sometimes we wonder what to say when we pray. Well, don't overcomplicate your conversation with him. Just talk to Mm. him. You don't have to use flowery, you know, language or whatever. Thank him for what he's done in your life. And for making a way for us to know him better. And if there's something you do want to ask him to do, ask him. And if there's a situation in life where you need his intervention, tell him that too. And the other one, say the Lord's Prayer if you need to. And if we want to learn how to pray the Bible specifically, there's an example there in Matthew 6, uh, following on from what I read before, and it's um, in verse 8. And here's an an example, a portion of Scripture where Jesus gives us an example to pray. Mm. I don't believe he's saying you, you, you need to pray this every day. There's nothing wrong if you do, but it's intended as a prayer for beginners to cover every area. And I, I think it's really good. I think also when we do it, we can actually break it down in steps. And we can keep it simple, add our own words, break it down, keep going as long as you want. Pause and listen was one I mentioned. We need to pause and we need to listen because sometimes God speaks in a whisper, yes. in a still small voice. And 1 Kings 19.12 tells us, after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, after the fire a still small voice. Pray promises from the Bible. Put it into your own words. You know, Isaiah 53, beautiful to be able to put that into your words and put your name in there. It really means a lot. Pray through the Psalms. Pray through the sanctuary. For example, Psalm, we have Psalm 23. Mm-hmm. Most people know Psalm 23. Well, you know, you can put it in your own words. You can say, the Lord is my best friend. Lord, you are my best friend. You are my shepherd. And I always have more than enough. You offer a resting place for me in your luxurious love. Your tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. And that's where you restore and revive my life. Yes. And I could go on with that. It, it brings it personal. And I think that's so, so important. Wonderful, Helen. Uh, it's so uh, good to um, be reminded again, even uh, for us, those people who pray probably mm. be more, more regularly mm. um, to do this in, in, in this manner. Uh, hey, just uh, before I'm going to pose uh, maybe the last question for today, I want to remind our listeners that they can still get this yes. wonderful book, the free offer which we have for today, The Incredible Power of Prayer by Roger Morneau. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, book. Uh, Roger Morneau, uh, he was uh, a salesman, but uh, an author, obviously writing quite few books on prayer. Uh, and he has dedicated his life for prayer ministry, a man of incredible faith. Uh, when he prayed, things happened. Um, Roger uh, witnessed hundreds of miracles in his life and some saved him from an early death. But uh, most were in response to prayers for others. Every year, Roger Morneau received thousands of calls and uh, letters requesting intercessory prayer. As he shares God's answers, he shows readers how to they can take hold of the incredible power of prayer. Amen. Please send us a text uh, message with the code SA34, and this book is yours, free of charge, no obligation. I just want to mention um, one of our listeners who sent the text messages here, and I saw quite a few messages there. Michael, thank you for sending them. Uh, I'm not going to go through them um, uh, right now. I believe also probably was uh, for the previous program, 
just before us, but we just acknowledge uh, those messages coming through, Michael. Sometimes it's very hard to respond uh, on the spot just because we are live uh, with the program, but uh, thank you for messaging us, and uh, you had very good uh, questions uh, there, uh, Michael. Uh, for example, I will just pick um, uh, one um, You said that God will not destroy the perfect creation. That's a very interesting one, and he doesn't want to. The problem is that we destroy ourselves, and in the end, God will just have to to pull the plug. But God is promising us everlasting life where will never never will be seen again and destruction and suffering and all those things thank you michael for uh, sending us uh, text messages now helen as i said uh, in the next few minutes left uh, i just want to uh, deal with this question a bit how can we hear god that's a question i'm often asked nick and that's why i thought it would be good to finish up on this one first of all let, let's remember that god is the king of kings he is the creator he is the majesty he's redeemer but he is also our best friend and he loves to hear from us so how does god speak to us today well number one through his word Tim, 2 timothy three sixteen tells me that all scripture is god breathed and god uses our study and memorization of his word to speak to us the more we're in his word the more he will speak back to us he speaks to us through his son hebrews 1 1 to 2 um, tells us whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he also made the universe jesus taught us so much while on earth and now we hear from god through those same teachings and in john ten twenty seven, he says my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me we can hear through the spirit the holy spirit is seen speaking in many many verses in scripture we see god speak to his people many times throughout scripture in an audible voice but now it's our hearts and mind open to the scripture i have to tell you nick that i have heard him speak through um, a thought I've heard him speak in a very audible voice. Mm. You don't often hear that, but I uh, distinctly have had him speak to me twice in an audible voice to the point where I've turned around at one stage and I said, is that you, God? (laughs) Mm. Because it seemed like somebody was right behind me. And we can't deny the fact that he may reach out to us through a whisper or a thought. And any time we feel convicted, it is from God. Anytime you feel prompted to do something holy, it's God speaking you to do it. Just a couple more. I'll race through them very quickly. Through the heavens and the earth. And we're told in Romans one twenty, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, eternal power, divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. So mm. everything in this world, Nick, declares the qualities of God. Right. And if we even think about through other believers... At times, God brings people into our lives and speaks through them in various ways. And it is clear in Proverbs that when we seek godly counsel, we will hear the voice of God. Remember, though, that good advice is not the same as godly counsel. Yes. All counsel must match what the Bible teaches. And then finally, in life circumstances, and I thought of the story of Jonah and the whale. I have a friend who says, you can't leave Jonah alone, can you? Mm. <laughs> Jonah and the whale and the great fish. He is a perfect example of this. God spoke first to Jonah through his voice, but as Jonah continued to be disobedient God spoke to Jonah through a hardship and getting swallowed by a great fish was a hardship God is always using our circumstances to teach us and sanctify us Mm. and that's not to say that all difficulties are a punishment Nick as with Jonah but God does allow difficult situations to happen and uses them for a purpose and I'd like to say it's a beautiful song and we haven't got it on there I don't think and it says how long has it been since you've talked 
to mm. the Lord. Mm. And, and it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. Can I finish off with a text here? Yes, you can. And I would like to actually just take a minute or two to pray yes. um, again uh, for, particularly for the people in Ukraine and the situation okay. and the Russians also. Would but you yeah. like to do that first and then I'll finish on this? Yeah, let's, let's uh, just pause for a moment uh, uh, in prayer. And Thanks, um, if, uh, if Dan is with us also, uh, maybe he's still on, uh, online. Um, yeah, you can uh, also join us in, in prayer then and may God uh, bless you with the work you do. There in uh, in Romania, helping those people coming uh, from Ukraine. Our dear Father in heaven, God, Almighty God, Creator and Sustainer of all things. In you, it's all our um, trust and uh, refuge. Lord, the people are, uh, particularly from Ukraine, in these days, uh, taking on foot, Lord to spare their lives, to save their lives. And they don't know where they're going. They're leaving behind, Lord, family and dear ones, their husbands. I pray, dear Father in heaven, through your love and mercy, that you will take under your wings these people. Yes. You'll guide them. You'll protect them. You'll encourage them. You are a God who shows not only love, but long suffering. You know what's going on, Lord, right now. And even looking at this, the, the um, uh, Russian army going into Ukraine, Lord, it can, I know, turns your, your heart apart also to see people fighting each other. I pray that, Lord, you'll intervene there and you'll take in your hands. Please answer your answer our prayer not as our will is but as you know it's best but we want to uplift in prayer the people of Ukraine thank you for uh, um, answering their prayers and we are not there but uh, then uh, witness first hand uh, the struggle of these people thank you we pray in Jesus name Helen please take us through the passage which you want us to thank you read. number six twenty four twenty six it says the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you the lord turn his face toward you and give you peace i'd like to change that into a prayer if i may mm. and i'm thinking also of the people in the flooded areas as well here we go an individual prayer the lord oh lord please bless us and keep us oh lord make your face to shine on us and be gracious to us Lord, turn your face towards us, and Lord, grant us peace. Mm. Through this time, we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, time is up for us. Thank you for joining today. Please uh, come back uh, again tomorrow when we are going to look at uh, how does prayer change my world. Until then, may God richly bless you. And thank you for uh, joining into uh, Faith FM uh, Drive Time with Nick Rita and Helen Gray and also then from all the way from Romania. But right now, uh, enjoy this uh, beautiful song, Be Thou My Vision. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Be there my vision, Lord of my heart, don't be all else to me, say.